Well, episode two of my little series here, Musical Chats with Danny. Anyway, yeah, today is a, a new day, and uh, it's uh, interesting times. Um, Sunday night, uh, I'm going to be listening, like I mentioned before, to Mikey's place on Facebook. Um, it's always a good thing to uh, connect with uh, listening to your uh, fellow musicians, in my case, but, you know, anyone that... Uh, listens who's just wants to hear quality playing um, and contribute. Um, I unfortunately <laughs> am not in, a, in much of a position to contribute anything except my listening uh, as I'm a musician myself and uh, not exactly rolling in the, any dough at all at this point just making ends meet which is basically the position that a lot of the people are in a huge number of people are in uh, not just in music, but in other ways too, in other fields. Um, those who are working are, you know, also at risk, you know, more so than, uh, depending on how things are handled at their workplace. You know, a lot of places are going to great efforts to make things safe, which is fantastic. Cleaning surfaces, you know, plexiglass, separations, all that stuff. Um, and the pubs, you know, um, the bars, whatever you want to call them, where are, you know, generally doing that. Uh, however, I have misgivings around that stuff in that unless there's some sort of a barrier between people when they're listening to music, they're going to speak louder. And that's not good in terms of uh, spitting stuff out, you know, as well as if they start singing along, which is kind of a natural thing to do. It's a similar problem. So basically what it boils down to is if you're going to go out and hear live music, uh, or if you're going to go to a pub, you know, or, or, you know, some event, you know, pub would be the thing, in an inside um, area, which they are, um, you are, you know, uh, at risk of a few things. You know, the, the ventilation factor is a thing, you know, opening windows or is a thing, you know, air conditioning, you know, where there's no ventilation is a problem. These aren't new things. I'm just babbling on about things that, you know, perhaps you're all aware of at this point. But I guess the reason I'm even going there is that I personally think that the live streaming thing, which, by the way, I saw a fantastic one on Friday with uh, uh, Tom Lavin and the legendary Powder Blues, um, you know, um, Taylor James and her band, and Delana Gail Bowen with a tremendous band as well, was part of the Fort Langley uh, Jazz and Arts Festival. I think they're even doing one today. I'm not even sure. You know, it doesn't even matter because who knows what day you're listening. <laughs> but it was a fantastic, pure experience of listening and watching. Now, that, you know, is not the same as being in the same room, for sure. For the musicians as well. It's, it's, it's an awkward, what's an unusual new thing. Uh, unless you've done like live TV or, or videos yourself as a, as a player, um, it's, it's quite a unique new thing. And it's challenging, but, you know, people adapt, uh, same as the audiences. I mean, um, one of the things that I think is great is when there's an interaction that happens, um, you know, via, you know, messaging, you know, like, you know, thumbs up and comments that the um, musicians will get when they're not playing or even when they are playing, they can see it on a screen, um, and then responding. You know, it, it creates a rapport uh, that, you know, is, is not your usual, 
but in a lot of ways, you know, if you think about it, it's it has a superior quality to it in that you're not dealing with a lot of noise in the room, you know, or, you know, <laughs> somebody you don't really want to talk to talking to you. Um, or, you know, uh, just generally, you know, maybe not the greatest sound. Uh, the good podcasts, you know, like, like Mikey's and, and the one from Fort Langley, and that, the, the quality of the sound is excellent. So from a pure listening to music point of view, you know, it can be actually superior. And also as an audience member watching. Now, this doesn't mean I don't, you know, kind of like wish that we could still do the other. But, you know, we have to be kind of real about it and, you know, uh, this is not necessarily the safest thing in the world. I know that the economics of the thing, you know, for the bars and the pubs and the venues is, is a real hardship and, you know, is kind of a deal breaker in a lot of ways that if you don't have income, you don't have a business. you got overhead. Um, it's quite sad, but, you know, what's even more sad is if people get sick and pass it on and, you know, people get really ill or die you know, or have long-term consequences. So, you know, when you look at it from that point of view that, you know, it's kind of heavy, but, you know, um, you know, barring, barring some sort of really safe thing, you know, they use plexiglass so that the singers aren't, you know, spitting all over you when they sing, you know, uh, which happens. Um, you know, these are all good things, and they're adaptations, and, but it, it really boils down to you are more at risk, actually, from the audience, the people that you're with. Um, and that being the case, uh, you really need to think about it. I know personally, I would love to go and see some of my friends play in bars. You know, there's a few of them that are doing it, you know. Um, some of the places are incredibly safe, like Water Street uh, Cafe, um, you know, is very, very limited. Um, it's a restaurant you know, as well. It's not like a pub, per se. So that's a different kind of an ambience, and people tend to maybe not be as, uh, you know, loose and free and ambient, you know, as uh, with their voices, etc., as they might be in a pub. Um, they do a really nice job, you know, distancing and, and plexi and the whole thing. But there again, it costs money. Um, that's another factor. Economically, we're all, we're all, like, not all of us, but some of us are in kind of <laughs> dire straits, like I was saying earlier. You know, you don't have to be a musician to be broke or to be concerned about the future and, you know, have, have responsibilities. Um, sorry about that little noise there. <laughs> I'm doing this on my phone. I should have turned off the uh, notifications. But anyway, getting back to the point, the point being is that, you know, we are living in a different time. And I think that if you are a fan of music, you know, seeking out quality stuff, you know, not all of it is quality, but the stuff that is quality stuff, and contributing to the musicians, if you can, um, you know, and interacting with them via the, you know, the internet, you know, the, whatever it might be, if it's available, like at Mikey's, they didn't have that aspect on the thing from the Fort Langley thing, but that was a different thing, that was a lot, a lot more of a concert as opposed to sort of an intimate thing, which, um, you know, and it's not just Mikey's. There's there's a lot of them happening. You know, it's not just uh, Fort Langley, which is a festival. Um, I think that a community communicating within itself, um, you know, via Facebook or whatever it might be, um, you know, the same way people promote promoted gigs, regular gigs in the past, 
now people are promoting them otherwise. So, you know, I think, you know, from a pure musical point of view and from a safety point of view, they're a really good alternative. So that's my little spiel as far as that stuff goes. What are your thoughts? I'm curious. I know that it's a different time, but I'm just curious. And I haven't worked out a way for people to communicate with me outside of my Facebook. Now, you know, if you want to leave comments at Daniel Joseph Casavant, C-A-S-A-V-A-N-T, that's my Facebook page. And that would be cool, you know, if you would do that, you know. Until I can work out some other way of doing it, uh, I think it's the that's the only way, really. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm curious what you think about this whole thing, because we're all, you know, all music people, you know, people who are listeners and players, we're all part of a community. And uh, I think, you know, the, the thing that maybe that a lot of us are, you know, are feeling badly about is just the idea that they can be with other people uh, and share the experience. I think that can be dealt with, too. Uh, I know that I went uh, at a friend's place to see the Fort Langley uh, jazz and arts thing, you know, the one I mentioned earlier, and we were really well physically spaced. Um, um, the lady, uh, Shona Ellis, is a great friend of mine and a great supporter of music and arts, um, put it on in her uh, in her condo and uh, put on food. So there's individual ways to, to uh, have our own food and our own drinks, so we're not interacting physically around that stuff. So it's safe. She had done it before in, at a place, and I guess she did one in... Um, Campbell River. So she knew her stuff, and it's a learning curve, and safety is really important. You know, these things that are happening now where people are getting together and apartments all crowded and they're yakking away and it's not safe, they're drinking. You know, that's another thing. You know, when people drink, they, they get pretty loose. Or, you know, maybe relatively, you know, one drink isn't going to do too much. Several, you know, another story. Now, what can I say? You know, I'm not here to judge people's habits or whatever, but we do have to be conscious. What Shona did at her place was, was ideal. We were able to talk about, and, and, you know, we even cheered, even though they couldn't hear us on the other side. You know, we, you know, we clapped. We didn't make much of that. You know, we did okay. Um, anyway, I guess what I'm doing is encouraging you guys out there to find ways to enjoy music and enjoy each other safely you know um, it's really important because you know community spread you know i mean i don't know anybody completely directly that's gotten sick but i know a couple indirectly uh, one who survived and is is impaired for life as a result of uh, surviving covid uh, which is really tragic you know um this thing with the opening of the schools i really don't really don't think it's a great idea you know looking south and looking at um, the potential anyway you know I appreciate that a lot of the schools are really going to great lengths as a result of you know government uh, you know input etc all that junk but you know what I don't think that it's a fail-safe thing uh, I personally teach guitar using Skype and you know uh, I have the option whether or not well it's up to the student as well, but to teach one-on-one -on -one physically. Not taking that one. It's just not good for me. I'm senior. I'm high-risk guy. Uh, got some physical things. 
Um, so I'm being very personally, you know, aware. Um, the kids, you know, they're going to school. I don't need to deal with um, whatever they might pick up. And also, who knows what I'm carrying? Nobody knows unless you get tested. You know, I could be loaded with the stuff. Who knows? I'm sure hoping not. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to end this off by saying be safe, be smart, enjoy your life, but be responsible. Okay? Enjoy music. Enjoy whatever you enjoy. Enjoy movies. Whatever it is you do, thank God for Netflix and whatever, right? Grave. So you take care of yourselves out there, and uh, this is Danny just signing off here. This is episode two. I'm hoping you're listening, and once again, if you want to give me some feedback, Daniel Joseph Casavant, C-A-S-A-V-A-N-T, on Facebook. That's my Facebook page, and it'd be great to hear from you. Just make reference you're listening to uh, my little podcast. All right, then. See you the next time.